Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and happy Earth Week. That's right, in case you're not aware, it's currently Earth Week and Earth Day is on Saturday, April 22nd. Who's excited? I 1000% am for multiple reasons. I love Earth Day. I love appreciating the planet that we're on. Earth honestly deserves more than a day. So at the very least, we should celebrate all week long. Another reason that I'm excited for Earth Week, and Earth Day in particular, is because April 22nd, Earth Day, happens to be a very special day for Typically Peachy. If you guys have been listening for a while now, you may know this, but that's the day that I started Typically Peachy's website, which eventually turned in to the podcast. And admittedly, that website has not been updated in quite some time, primarily because this is what Typically Peachy has really turned into, a podcast. Obviously, I'm talking to you guys now. I love this medium. I'm so happy that from the website, it evolved into this. But I always do have to acknowledge how it started, because without that first step, I don't think I would have ever gotten here. So like I said, I love Earth Day because I love remembering And you guys know me, I love celebrating. So this week I've been trying to take it all in, look up a little more, look around me a little bit more, appreciate my surroundings, think about steps that I can do to help make this earth just a little bit of a better place. All those things, I encourage you guys to do it too. It's not too late, like I said, the real celebration is on Saturday. So ruminate on it a little bit. And I am actually going to try to help you do that by dedicating this episode to Earth Day. We are definitely going to be seeing a theme here. So let's get right into it because I'm very excited for this episode. I'm excited for the topics and I'm excited to share some new things that I've watched, some products that I have loved, all the things. So let's get right into it, starting off with what's hot this week. One story coming from VogueBusiness.com. Zara teams up with Cirque to launch recycled fiber collection. Made from polyester cotton waste, the garments can be recycled again, a necessary capability for building a circular economy. A new Zara collection made in partnership with circular textile company Cirque could be a breakthrough for the industry because it is made from existing textile waste that can be recycled again after use. The collection includes four lightweight women's garments in burgundy, made from either lyocell or polyester, both produced with polyester cotton textile waste. This is a notable development. Blended fibers like polyester cotton have been virtually impossible to recycle, getting in the way of the industry's goals for a circular economy. Cirque says it can not only separate the polyester from the cotton, but can transform both back into new textiles. Zara's Lyocell garments, priced at $69.90 each, are made with 50% recycled cotton fiber that Cirque separates out from the polycotton waste and produces into a Lyocell-like cellulose. The other 50% of the material in the garment is conventional Lyocell. The polyester garments are made with 43% recycled fiber. Similarly, the polyester fibers that Cirque separates out from the polycotton and 57% conventional polyester. Cirque founder Peter Majoranowski said, They are the first, to our knowledge globally, circular products made from polycotton waste. The collection will be available from today across 11 markets, 
and is the beginning of what he says is, quote, definitely a long-term commitment. He continues that, quote, we have really great visibility all the way to the C-suite of the organization and the board. For me, that's really important because I can see that their commitment is there. It's a long-term commitment. Vogue continues saying that Zara and parent company Inditex, which invested in Cirque last year, say the move will drive progress towards the circular fashion industry. It's hard to see how a single capsule collection will change the overall impact that one of the world's biggest fast fashion companies has on the planet or its business model of relying on continued growth in production and sales. However, it does move the needle on what can be expected on how fast fashion companies source materials and opens up possibilities for handling garment end of life more responsibly and sustainably than today's norms. A little bit more on Cirque. Beyond the Zara launch, other projects are in the works. Majoranowski declined to say which brands they are working with actively or when they plan to launch. Target has said publicly that it has worked with Cirque on a pilot, and Patagonia is said to have been running some of its worn-out clothing through Cirque's machinery. Majernowski said Cirque will have at least two more launches this year, including one where Cirque is helping the partner to design products for circularity from the start. Majernowski says that a lot of brands are making commitments, but the solutions have not fully scaled yet. There's going to be a lot of demand and relatively low supply over the next several years, and so I think it's very important that brands, if they're serious about their commitments, look to off-take agreements, not just from Cirque, but from all the recyclers. He is conscious that critics are likely to question Cirque's partnership with a company like Zara. It's an international strategy to work with mass market brands, he says, because a key goal for Cirque is accessibility. We don't want circularity to be only for high price points. We want circular to be truly accessible to everybody, he says. To change an industry this big and this old, you need to work with the largest players. All right, guys, what do we think? My first thoughts that, like this article mentioned, it's understandable that there would be skepticism over if this one thing, this one collection, is going to hold that much of an impact. And also, like I just read, the criticism that Cirque may get for working with a brand like Zara, who has contributed quite a bit to fast fashion. But I feel like this is a step in the right direction. And I know that there is so, so much more that can and should be done. Absolutely, 1000% that's true. But I also do think that a lot of these companies, they can have such a big trickle-down impact if they do start to implement these changes. Because it's true that so much of what is available right now for sustainable, responsible fashion It has such a high price point that automatically makes it more exclusive. It automatically makes it way harder for people to consume that way. And it stunts the progress. But if you can bring in these partnerships, you can have a company like Zara work with a company like Cirque in order to help build a circular economy. That's phenomenal. We should be inching closer and closer and closer to some of those big, longer-term goals. These things aren't going to happen overnight, but I think that there is increasingly more demand from consumers who really do want to shop sustainably. They want options out there. 
They want to do better by wearing better, by recycling better. So of course, this is not the end-all, be-all. Again, it is just one step forward in the right direction. And the fact that Cirque is mentioning that there are a lot of other companies in the mix working with them, trying to propel this mission forward, actually put it in action, I find it to be really encouraging. So if you guys find yourself at a Zara or shopping online, check out this collection. If you like it, support it. If there's a choice between the pants in this collection or another pair of pants and you like them both, maybe try to gravitate towards these. Because while it is a big part for these brands to change the way that they're doing things, it's also up to the consumer as well. We need to rally behind this so they can make more cute, sustainable, responsible, ethical clothing. When they put it out and we actually like it, let's consume it instead of something else. Let's try really hard. I know for me, I feel significantly better when I know that I purchased something that's not contributing to so much waste, which can be very hard to do as a consumer. I recognize that, but just like this is a little step forward, we can take our own little steps forward as well. If you guys want to check out the collection, some of the pieces are actually very cute. There's a pair of pants that I have my eyes on, but if you guys are interested in what this all looks like, want to support the collection, you can see it for yourself on Zara.com. Just look up Zara X Cirque. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. I have two pieces of content to recommend. To kick off Earth Week, me and my boyfriend decided to watch some nature documentaries. And I will say there is something so soothing about watching nature documentaries, either about specifically our planet, the landscape, or about all of the animals that live on this Earth. And you can get both aspects in this first documentary. It is a nature documentary show, and it is called Our Planet. It's pretty famous. People love it. But if you have not yet seen it for yourself, I highly recommend. Here's your summary. Experiencing the planet's natural beauty through an examination of how climate change impacts all living creatures in this ambitious documentary of spectacular scope. It is narrated by the one and only David Attenborough. It's really just beautiful to watch, beautiful to experience. The footage in these episodes is insane. Every single shot is absolutely stunning. It really is such a beautiful depiction of our Earth. And also, it's very educational in an entertaining way. I've learned a lot watching these episodes. The one that we watched this past weekend was from deserts to grasslands. Again, highly recommend. And what better time to start this than right now in the midst of Earth Week? Check it out for yourself. You can watch the full season on Netflix. All right, guys. And the next piece of content that I want to recommend is by far one of my favorite documentaries that I have seen in such a long time. It is called The Elephant Whisperers. By the title, you can tell it's about elephants, which happen to be my favorite animal. I don't know if I've told you guys that. I'm obsessed with elephants. I love them. I think they're so cute. They're so smart. They're so caring. They're family-oriented. They're just such amazing creatures, and I cannot believe that we are literally on the same planet as them. 
It's astounding to me. I've never actually been able to interact with one up close, and I would only ever want to do so in a natural way. I'm just very aware that elephants are sometimes used for show, and I don't want to be anywhere near that. I want to see them in their natural habitat. Or if I got so lucky to ever do something like what they're doing in this documentary, which is absolutely incredible, let me read you the summary. Bowman and Belly, a couple in South India, devote their lives to caring for an orphaned baby elephant named Ragu, forging a family like no other that tests the barrier between the human and the animal world. Alright, so essentially, these two amazing humans who seem to have such incredible souls, such caretakers, they have taken in an orphaned elephant because that elephant got separated from its family. And the thing about baby elephants is that if they are by themselves in the wild, they are prey for other animals. That's why they need to stay with their family. But if they've gotten separated, it's very hard for them to survive. So essentially, this couple, this is what their whole lives are surrounded around. But what's so wild about this documentary is that you really truly get to see the bond between elephants and humans in a very natural way. Because elephants a lot of times interact like humans. They're very compassionate. They recognize those that they've been around for a long time. They can be comforting. They display emotion when somebody that they consider to be in their family gets separated from them. There is just so much to this animal that is so incredible and fascinating. And to be able to view it in the scope of them interacting so closely with the human but in a way that is solely to benefit the elephant rather than to benefit the human. It is such a beautiful thing. It's also just so interesting to see the lives of these two people that care so heavily for these elephants and how devoted they are to ensuring that the elephants have the best life possible. I could only wish to have a bond like that with an elephant, but it is truly such a specific, intentional lifestyle that they have said that tradition of caring for these elephants has been in their family for now generations. Also to see almost these healing properties that the elephants have for these humans, who you will learn through the documentary have experienced a lot of a loss in their life, and how they fully view this animal as a gift from God, which I think is why too they have such respect for elephants. They view them as this holy creature. Which I can see that if you experienced that kind of compassion and closeness to an animal that is seemingly so dissimilar to a human, I can only assume that would feel like a spiritual experience. At least for an extreme elephant lover like myself. So it was very cool to see. I definitely recommend it. It's only 40 minutes long, so essentially one episode of a TV show. But it felt significantly more impactful. I love this documentary. It actually won an Academy Award for Best Documentary Short Film, and I think it was very well-deserved. Again, if you want to check this out for yourself, it is called The Elephant Whisperers, and it is on Netflix. Alright guys, and sticking with the theme of elephants, I have a product to recommend to help out the elephants, all while looking cute at the same time. The product is a pair of pants, and the brand is called Elepanta. Now, I got these pants at a little boutique in Mexico, 
You can buy them online. These pants are perfect beach pants. They're perfect summer pants. The ones that I got are blue and white. They're so beautiful. They're flowy. They look so cute with so many things. They kind of have like a free people vibe to them. A little bit boho. I love them. And like I said, they're not just cute. They're also doing some good for the elephants. A percentage of their proceeds go to organizations like Save Elephant Foundation and Save the Elephants to, according to their website, support and connect the people who provide the most promising solutions to the crisis facing wildlife in Africa and South Asia. If you guys want to check them out for yourself, buy a pair of pants, go to elaponta.com. All right, guys, and some final things for what's good. I just want to shout out two of my top sustainable brands. I've shared them before. You guys have heard me gush about these brands, but I needed to shout them out one more time in case you're looking for some great basics, something really comfy to wear. The first brand, Proto 101, it's Seattle-based. They have such great sweatshirt and sweatpants sets. Their t-shirts are amazing, so comfortable, like so, so, so incredibly comfortable, so soft. I love sleeping in them. Check that brand out. And then also one of my favorites, you guys already know, Pangaea. I recently just bought a new hoodie for my sister for her birthday and she's obsessed and I know that you guys will be too. They do such great work. They're continuing to do such great work. Go head over to their website if you're looking for brands to support. Both of those are great ones. And last up for what's good, your song, an absolute classic that I feel like perfectly fits with this week's episode, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kamakawiole. As always, you can find it on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. All right, everybody, and to round out this episode, need to know basis. This week, like I said from the start of this episode, I think it is so important to acknowledge and appreciate the planet that we live on. So that's exactly what I'm doing for a need-to-know basis this week. It is an appreciation section. Let's all stop for a second. If you're listening to this outside, if you're looking out the window, maybe you're near a mountain or the ocean or grass or desert, whether it's snowing or raining or the sun is shining, look around you for a second. Think about how amazing our Earth is. I know that this has the potential to sound incredibly cheesy, but the truth is that we are so, so lucky to be breathing this air, to be walking on this ground, to be existing amongst all these other amazing, wonderful, beautiful creatures. We obviously have such a powerful brain, such cognizant abilities to understand so much more than just the environment surrounding us. So many other animals, their purpose is to get food, find a safe place to be, live in the world around them, continue their species, pretty basic things. And while again, we're so lucky that we have so much more going on up here in our brains, I think we also need to sometimes stop for a second and recognize what's around us. We, of course, as humans, have so many other things that we're thinking about, worrying about, stressing about, and for good reason. But again, let's just be cheesy for a second. Let's love our Earth so much that we want to protect it so much. Let's make intentional decisions. 
Because when we start making those and we start making them a part of our everyday lives, it gets easier and easier to make the next intentional decision and the next one. I am really trying to do that for myself. I'm trying to shop more sustainably, more ethically, more consciously, more responsibly. And I know it is not always easy. I'm not perfect at it. But I am trying to get better and better about thinking how I'm consuming, what I'm consuming. There are brands out there that are on a mission to reduce waste. Try to find those, support those. If you need a place to start, shameless plug, head over to my other podcast after you're done listening to this one. Again, it is called Excuse My Reach. Listen to the episode Starting a Sustainable Brand. You will hear from two founders that started a sustainable brand, like the title says. They talk about the circular economy. They talk about their product if you want to support them. There is a lot out there. Increasingly more every single day. So again, look up, look around you, recognize your own impact, try to do a little bit better, a little bit of good each day. Because seriously, what a world. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Celebrate Earth Day today, Saturday, and every other day. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 